But then Diana asked me to tell the story of how I became involved with or attached to the celebration of Dia de los Muertos. I think I should tell it, particularly since it was, in a way, a gift to me from this fellowship. I had always loved to celebrate Halloween. It was perhaps my favorite holiday. Well, one of two. I loved it not for the gruesomeness that is often part of the celebrations, but for misty mornings, the nip in the air, coloring leaves, growing darkness, a growing sense of mystery for bats and cats, spiders and snakes, and glowing jack-o'-lanterns, and for its creativity, inventiveness, and surprise. The Halloween that we celebrate today, of course, has its roots in the Celtic celebration of Samhain. Samhain being one of the four main celebrations of the Celts, Celtic year, along with Imbolc, Beltane, and Lunasa. It is a fire festival celebrating the end of the harvest season, the end of the old year, and the beginning of the new. Samhain means summer's end and is considered to be a time between the realm of light and the realm of darkness, belonging to neither. It is a time for feasting, dancing, and celebration, and a time to release, let go of unwanted baggage, fears, and attitudes. It is also a time to welcome the dead souls back to the homes, a time to set a place for them at the table, and to spend some time with them. It is a time when the veil between the world of the living and the world of the dead is thought to be at its thinnest, and spirits may pass more easily from one side to the other. Many people who practice paganism, particularly European-based paganism, still maintain many of these observances today. Of course, in mainstream American culture, much of this observance has been lost. Certainly, the honoring of our own personal loved ones who have passed is not part of how the majority of the American population celebrates Halloween today. Well, 20 years ago, last month, I lost my 14-year-old son. We were close and I think he was in some ways the heart of the family. Everyone loved David. He was kind and thoughtful to both babies and old folks and anyone who was in need of extra attention. He was also a deep thinker, and the family relied on his wisdom, and he was very funny. It was that in that rare way that his humor was ironic but not really meant to hurt anyone, and I don't think he ever did. We were at church arm-in-arm teasing each other on Sunday, and on Monday night he was gone from a sudden rupture of his aorta when he came home from cross-country practice. I think there's no easy way to get through the grieving process being forced to say goodbye to someone who has been an integral part of our own life journey. 
it it is as if we have to learn again how to function while missing one of our parts or one of our senses how to think and make decisions when your source of wisdom and reason is gone are gone this fellowship was much smaller 20 years ago when i lost my son but everyone was as kind and supportive as they could be and i made my way through that process as i made my way through that process perhaps this will help i've seen others do it before <laughs> I'm sure that a few of you remember that time. Then I think it was about a year later, a young woman from the fellowship, we were all much younger then, wanted to lead a celebration of Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos is a festival in honor of the dead that has been celebrated in southern Mexico and Guatemala by Aztec, Maya, and Toltec peoples for thousands of years. It has many beautiful customs, which some of you may be familiar with or may have seen depicted in the movie uh, Coco, which we showed on Friday. <laughs> Dia de los Muertos was originally celebrated in the summer, but with the coming of the Spanish conquistadores in Mexico, in Guatemala, it was moved to November 1st and 2nd to the day celebrated by the Catholic Church for All Souls and All Saints Days, which days were chosen because of the Celtic celebration of Samhain. Day of the Dead is a time of celebration with music, decoration, costumes, and family parties and picnics into the night on top of the graves. One of the main parts of Dia de los Muertos is the altar called an ofrenda or offering. The ofrenda is full of beauty and symbolism. A traditional altar should have levels like Aztec or Mayan pyramids representing the earth and the sky. Four elements are represented, air with uh, papel picado, cut paper, and uh, water with water, fire with candles, and earth with um, seeds. There should be food and drink to nourish the spirits for their long journey, preferably some of their favorite foods. There's salt for purification, copal incense also for purification and for connection with the spirit world, and a lot of flowers particularly Sempasuchil, the tall marigold, which is native to the lower part of Mexico and uh, Guatemala. Also present are pan de muerto, the anise-flavored bread of the dead, sugar skulls and sculpture or other depictions of skeletons doing happy or humorous things. So back to the young woman who wanted to lead the celebration of Dia de los Muertos 20 years ago. Uh, since I had 
done other decorations in the fellowship. She asked me to make some figurines out of paper, papel, um, paper mache to decorate the ofrenda. There were only a couple of weeks left before Dia de los Muertos, not enough time to do much, not for me at least. And since I was worrying about the drying time for a paper mache, I made the figurines out of walnut shells and driftwood. This is, as it turns out, not necessarily a faster way to make skeleton figurines. <laughs> but as I was filing the walnut shell skull to make it a little more skull-like, like a, a little smile appeared at the jawline, and I felt blessed. Then, of course, I was hooked, because it was then that I realized that Dia de los Muertos is not about the grief of loss, but about the joy and love that are the roots of our sorrow, that those dear ones who have passed will never really leave us. They are in our hearts and minds. Our hearts and minds are made of them. They're still part of us in a very real way. When I hear my daughters laugh, I know that when I hear my daughters laugh, I know that their laughter was trained by my son's sense of humor. When I feel kindness and forgiveness in my heart, I know that it was to a great degree put there by my grandmother with her sweet smiles and thoughtfulness. My father's infinite curiosity and love of nature are surely a source of my own and that of my siblings. This Dia de los Muertos, we honor in our hearts the joy of having had beings who touched us in so many marvelous ways, and perhaps also to recognize ourselves as the vessels that will continue to carry those memories and those blessings out into the world. This is the gift that this fellowship has given to me, and this is the gift that we offer to you. We're going to, we're going to offer you some words from UU Minister from Connecticut, Kathleen McTeague. And in the midst of this reading, you will hear the names of some folks you remember that we wish to honor today, back six years. So Kathleen McTeague writes, In the struggles we choose for ourselves, in the ways we move forward in our lives and bring our world forward with us, it is right to remember the names of those who gave us strength in this choice of living, it is right to name the power of hard lives well lived. We share a history with those lives. We belong to the same motion. They too were strengthened by what had gone before. They too were drawn on by the vision of what might come to be. Those who lived before us who struggled for justice and suffered injustice before us have not melted into the dust and have not disappeared. They are with us still. The lives they lived hold us steady. Their words remind us 
and call us back to ourselves. Their courage and love evoke our own. Listen now and remember them. Myron Graham. Ann Williams. Melba Moe. Joseph Schwartz. Daniel Schaefer. Janine Kirkpatrick. Joseph Cohan. Jack Olds. Donna Wilson. Marilyn McClellan. Sam Polk. Carol Norton. John McConnell. Joan Malcolm. Charles Archibald. Rebecca Sloan. Frankie Gloy. Eugene Fabricius. Joanne Milburn. Dick Boyd. Barbara Lees. Judy Siebert. Betty Smay. Dick Allen. Truman Stickney. Pat Miller. Sandra Rumbler. John Galt. Marilyn Fentress. We, the living, carry them with us. We are their voices, their hands, and their hearts. We take them with us, and with them, choose the deeper path of living. <laughs> 